Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the manga podcast where every week we read all of the chapters of Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collective volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. And this week we read Haikyuu, volume 28, which Woo! is what, halfway through? Yeah. Could we be halfway through Haikyuu forever like we were with Bakuman? <laughs> We've read more of Haikyuu than there is Bakuman, haven't we? Bakuman's only 20 volumes, isn't it? I think so. That's weird. Okay. Before that, though, we have Shonen Jump. What did you think of Shonen Jump this week, Kevin? It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I feel strongly same. No One Piece hurt. It always does. And like looking at my final rankings, it was weird. There's a lot of like, well, this wasn't bad until yeah. here, but it doesn't really get good until way up here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Shall we just get into it? Sure. Starting out with Sakamoto Days, Days 132, the assassin exhibit of the century. What did you think of Sakamoto Days this week, Kevin? Just kind of transition-y. You know, we're just moving into... We're, we're, this is the plan. Yeah, we're explaining the next arc. Yeah, and Hisuke's being captured by the Order, because I also, like, I do kind of like that he's struggling with the fact that, like, he thinks he shot an innocent civilian, when it was like, she ricocheted the bullet into an innocent civilian. It's not like she dodged and you hit that innocent civilian, she literally deflected the bullet into her. With magnet powers. Yeah. I, specifically, I think she actually picked, uh, she just had something that deflected the bullet, because specifically, she could not deflect his bullets. Well, that was true. one of the... It's true. You are right. I forgot. That was... That was actually... Ago. Yeah, I was like, well, yeah. And that was one of the strengths of Hisuke was that she couldn't deflect his bullets because they were essentially moving too fast. Yeah, remember, if you want to get by Magnus, just move really, really... I, it was more like, I feel like she could deal with people close quarters a lot better because she could manipulate the gun itself. But, like, the bullet, like, the bullet is made of, you know, like, lead... With like a copper jacket, maybe. Yeah. So no, they they. they I remember them explaining it. Mm -hmm. I'm just giving it. Yeah, yeah. Crap now, but you're pretty much on the money there. It's like, hey, this assassin, the king of assassins, is going to show up at a museum, and they're going to destroy the museum. Mm -hmm. And that would be bad because of all the civilians looking at the assassin museum. Yeah. You know, and they were like, oh, they've done like you know the torturers of or like the tor ancient torture of London's because they're like they're having an exhibit on assassins, and I forget who has says that who who the other person is who is like, well, I mean, we've had other exhibits by other like museums before uh, around like similarly themed stuff so it it's does not seem that... like it's a modern assassin exhibit though and that does seem a little weird to me it does seem a little weird but it's like eh, eh it's, it's still kind of cool like i'd go see that shit yeah anything else you want to say nope next up we have martial master asami round 10 choice i thought this was pretty good but it is over a little quick a little bit but i really liked it i really like this wrestler character i kind of like both like in this chapter, we get both of Asumi telling both of the girls, well, how do you think I should have won? Yeah. Which is interesting and, in, like, him thinking about, like, how I, how would I have won? Because, like, I don't even have striking. How would I have been able to do shit here? I need a special move. Yes. By that, I mean to work on my striking. Well, no, it sounded like he, like, legitimately wanted to not just work on basic striking. Like, I need to work on a special move. Like. Yes. She had that one, like the, it wasn't an uppercut. It was like a upwards jab or something like that. She does a Superman punch in here. I don't think that's what you're talking about because I was disappointed no, 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 how the, well that was drawn. Yeah. No, the, uh, the wrestler chick, not. Oh yeah. She, she had like, she's like, yeah, I've my jet, you know, my strikes aren't that great. I've only been training for like six months or whatever on them. 
but there's one that I worked on that I've worked on to perfection, and it's like upwards hook, like a vertical hook. I they call it something I forget what it is, but he was just thinking like, yeah, I need something like that. Like I got, I need my, I need my special move. Yep, I really like that, and mm-hmm. I like the like very fighting game as talk about limiting your opponent's options. Yeah. in a fight. Yeah, it's it's actually really cool because like most fights like that are actually closer to chess games than bits of pure physical prowess you know like i'm any high level sport ends up being that right? yes uh, to a certain extent but it's also about your physical reaction time so it's less like a chess game it's less like a chess game but it's you know there's the ah baiting him to do move like in fights because it's something i talk about or we talk about always in sword class especially it's a chess game in that like sun tzu has some stuff similar of like it's a mind game not necessarily a chess game but you're trying to bait moves and get them to move where you want so that it might look like this is my opening but that's actually not uh, you know feints and all that kind of stuff so i i really enjoyed that as well with the whole like counting how she does how the boxer was doing plants to be like all right right now is when she's going to plant fully on that foot and there's nothing she's going to be able to do because she's got all of her weight on that foot. So if I kick it right there, you know, it's going to be devastating. Yeah. Next up, we have Blue Box number 114, Challenger. What did you think of Blue Box this week, Kevin? I liked Blue Box this week. Some interesting stuff going on with, you know, we have Manager Girl being like, yeah, I get to see that guy. You know, like, and she's like working out and everyone's like, why are you working out? She's like, well, I got to be hot for the hot boy to maybe notice me. That was good. And then the whole thing with Taiki, like, I do kind of like that where the one guy's like, I, it's kind of, it's good that he's been fighting. He's been playing against me this whole time, but he also kind of needs to learn how to not play against somebody that's way better than him. I took it as him being worried that he was going to like, just pick up really weird specific habits Yeah, because he was practicing against him too much specifically. That, that, that does make sense. Who were better than him necessarily? I just I took the tor- when he was talking about tortoise versus the hare. Like he needs to be the you know sometimes you need to be the hunter kind of thing because the tortoise and the hare only works if the hare is lazy and he's like not all of them are, which was a good analogy about talking about the other guy that I think Yuzu is the name or whatever. Yeah, of like yeah, he's not lazy like. The tortoise does not win that race if the hare actually puts his all into it. Yes. The, he was talking about sometimes the tortoise has to evolve yes. into a blast tortoise. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to say about Blue Box? Nope. That'll take us to a Kanabanashi Story 75, the Shikisai Festival, which is not really gaining me, Kevin. That's fair. I did kind of like it. I like. I kind of like what you learned at the end. I didn't really get the lesson, so I'm being honest. It was, she was focusing on, she was, like, focusing too hard on just one aspect of it. You know, she's, like, she spent this whole festival trying to figure out, like, I need to, you know, how are we going to win? How are we going to win? How are we going to win? And the guy made her, like, step back and go, like, is winning the most important thing? And that was when she stepped back and was like, no, it isn't. Oh, like winning is still important, but it like winning is not the goal. 
winning is not the end goal for you here. Like you shouldn't have, you know, yes, you want to win the tournament, but, uh, is winning the, was winning the tournament what you wanted or did you want to become, uh, Rakuga? So I, I kind of like that she's stepped back and learned, oh, maybe, maybe I do need to like self-reflect and evaluate as opposed to just, you know, sprinting forward and trying to like, I need to pick up new super moves, not, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. rather than picking up new story techniques, be like, maybe you need to figure out who you are first. Maybe. Next up, we have Elusive Samurai number 123, How a Noble Fights 1337. I like a lot of the stuff here, but it also feels transition-y to yeah, me in yeah. a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not totally because we also see the noble guy like fighting in his way, and it's very Elusive Samurai, but it's not. It's maybe not Elusive Samurai enough Yeah, in some ways. like He's not the coolest archer we've seen, right? Which I think is because he's a hero. He can't have the giant eyes. And yeah. he's also clearly based on historical depictions of this character. Yeah, it's still neat ways. that he's like essentially turned himself into a rapid fire machine gun, but he's not he's still not as good of an archer as the the one guy with the crazy eyeballs from like a pure skill standpoint. Like, yeah, all right, cool. He's got this I'm going to call it a gimmick of firing a bunch of arrows really quickly, but the one guy could you know, outshoot him at like distance and all that other kind of like actually being an archer. He's also just, it's not as visually interesting yes. as the other one. I did like the moment of, all right, let me show you how a noble elegantly fights. All right, let's get him, you scum. <laughs> like, just the that flip of how he has to treat his men was really funny. I mean, that's this guy's whole thing, right? Yes. And it's nothing that wasn't funny. It's just that I get the joke. I'm ready to, mm-hmm. to, to move along now. Anything else you want to say about Elusive Samurai? Nope. That takes us to Mission Yuzakura Family, Mission 191, Twins Bickering. What did you think of Mission Yuzakura, Kevin? Cuter than last week. Still good. Not amazing. You know, I liked the Nanao being like, yeah, I'm the person who's had to step into all of the sibling squabbles because I don't have, like, I don't have a counterpart in the family. You know, like, there's there's the three other different pairs, essentially, of people and Nanao being the odd man out. So having to deal with... I know how to I know how to break up these stupid sibling bickerings. Very easy. It's just, you know, for this one, I'll just make myself the villain. Yeah. And then I do love how he's like, ah, oh, they're both stupid. And then they, <laughs> they like both Alpha and Hafumi quickly turn. It's like her name, you know, his name was great. Her name was great. And Kurichiro just being like, I, wh- what? They were, <laughs> they were dissing it. I'm so confused. And then the thing at the end of, all right, we'll show you our new super move. And then I'll be like, um, I was not expecting this. Fuck. Yeah, you're like, oh, man, dude, I think you might be fucked. <laughs> they feel like a buzzsaw cannon. <laughs> Last but not least, we have Tenmaku Cinema Scene 19, Rain in Shibuya, which I liked pretty well. But did it feel rushed to you? Yeah, kind of. I don't like it will feel a little bit better if. There's still more consequences from this. It does seem like it's not a big deal when she runs out, right? Yeah. Which is weird. And then we kind of fast forward to the presumably the movie being edited and done, which yeah. I, I'm fine with. I, I I would have been fine with some editing stuff, too. But I'm also fine with us Yeah, I'm fine with that. them skipping it. But it does feel like we moved over the big meat of it, right? I hope it will come back, either in a flashback or... 
the mom will still freak out even though they've made them like especially because they've made the movie now yeah you know what i mean so that that's uh, that is my hope is that it we did not just kind of blow over the you know your mom is a controlling bitch in that you're going like i'm gonna live vicariously through you you were going to be my rising star yeah you know like a lot of a lot of parents tend to well i wasn't able to cut it but you're able to so i'm going to make you do it we get a lot of that explicitly in this chapter yes. too so and like thematically it is a, the movie is about her breaking free from her mother right but they yep. introduce that element kind of late in the story mm-hmm. and we like i said it feels like we skipped over a lot of it here so anything else you want to say about tenmaki cinema nope all right that will take us to jump card then Jump card is a segment where we rank everything in Shonen Jump, not just what we talk about every week. 19 this week. What do you have at number 19, Kevin? That's where I put New Ace. Same. Because um, I'm confused. He's got a super move, Kevin, and he can absorb her crows to... Uh, yeah. It's not It's not good. No. What do you have at 18? 18 is where I put Cypher Academy. Same. Like th- This twist is fine and very Cypher Academy, but it does make the whole arc seem like it doesn't matter in a lot of ways. Yeah. And I don't think it's the twist that does that really so much as it just like the ending is over- underwhelming to me. Yeah, there, there's that. There's the like what I said last week where he was like, what's the state of the battlefield? Oh, we're basically back to square one. But then in this week, it's like, oh, no, we're actually not basically back to square one. We're like a bunch of people have been captured. And I'm like, so you you made it sound like like everything had been reverted last week and then changed your mind and made it that everybody's still kind of equal which is like not what you said, or at least not what I heard you say, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I think what's going on is that it is basically equal at the end. There's one person, there's like a slight mismatch. Yeah. But their team had the fewest total captures over the whole time. No, because I think think what it was is, so, because the one team had two captures, they had one capture, and the other team had nothing. Uh, and they thought the team with two captures would win, but it was like, well, no, actually, your team wins because no one on your team is captured. Yeah. Okay. I think was the what the idea was. Again, well, bad. What do you have at seventeen? Seventeen is where I put Fabricant one hundred. Okay. I fabricate I, a lot of stuff this week, but especially Fabricate one hundred has strong three more chapters and we're canceled energy. Yeah. Ah, we're gonna go into the backstory of the doctor. Like I don't care. I don't I feel like if the story were better, you should care. Like, yes. So, so, like, I care a little bit in that sense, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I want to see, like, what is at the crux of this? This should be important in the story. So, it's not like we're going here out of nowhere. It is a little out of nowhere timing-wise, mm-hmm. but that's what gives it such we're almost over energy. Yeah. But I put Icehead Gill here, mostly because I really can't get a read on the King character they've introduced. Yeah. I feel like he's kind of an idiot like not an idiot but like he's a but, weak like, king he's, he's acting too strongly for that like i agree with you but like i i threw out was like is, is this a guy who's like in over his head and trying to hide it or is this like a cartoon villain trying to situation 
Especially I, when we see these motivations at the end, right? Mm-hmm. But it keeps flipping and turning through. Yeah, 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 I get you. And it like the bit where Gil kills the guy seems like it should be a cool moment where he maybe like the king is like, ah, okay, we can try this, but it's not. No, instead it's a, but, oh but god, he also I gave Gil an in, and so that's weird too. Yeah, that he gave him a chance at all if he is the you know sniveling mm-hmm. incompetent one. Yeah, yeah. What do you have at sixteen? Uh, sixteen is where I put me in Robico. I, j- I haven't been caring about this story, and nothing in this chapter really grabbed me all that much. Yeah, uh, 16's where I put Fabricate 100, Okay, so. what do you get at 15? Oh, that's where I put I Said Gil. Uh, just, eh, yeah. That's where I put Robocow. Okay. So. What do you have at number 14? 14 is where I put Kill Blue. These assassins being young, I like- mean, That's the whole gimmick of the manga. Yeah, but like, I guess everyone's been sort of weird- now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, these which, g- it seems like the least weird characters introduced so far. So if you're going to be like, they're weird, I don't know what to tell you. No, I, I was going to, th- I mean, they definitely are weird, but I was talking about the assassins, but I think it's just like the contrast of the, like the main character assassin is basically a normal dude and did not like, it did not feel like Agami got killed or something like that, where all the assassins are like super weirdos. Or, like, even Sakamoto days, like, you know, the Order all seem like very interesting and unique characters. So it's like, oh, the Assassins just, like, pick up weird traits. It seemed like, no, the Assassins are, you know, like, more like Agent 47. Why are all of these children Assassins, like, fucking bizarro, man? That's fair, but we've been, like, slowly easing into this, so it doesn't seem like that big a thing to me. I get where you're going from. But also, this did start with him getting Detective Conan. Yes. Yeah, that's true. A llama, he's supposed to be dead. <laughs> a Shoda, he's supposed to be dead, clearly. Yes. Um, I have Ichinose family at 14. Okay. We just feel like we've been in this part of Ichinose family for a long time. And yep. that, it feels weird to complain about that because for a while we were like, I don't know what's going Now we're here. We were there, but now we're here. And now we're here. And now we're here. And now we've been here for a while and it just feels off. And maybe that's intentional and maybe that's really working for some people. Maybe I, I didn't ha- like I didn't hate reading each and every no, this I, week, but it's my number thirteen. I would agree. It's just like you said, it's bizarre. I'm like we're like f- freaking six layers into the dream now, and I'm just like I whatever. Okay, we're just gonna keep experiencing this. I guess thirteen's where I put Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay, where Gojo no, will fair. continue to fight uh, Sakunda until morale improves. That's fair. Twelve is where I put Do Retry. I have it pretty high this week. It's also got very strong. We're we're almost yes. canceled energy. I think the dad's punch is kind of what killed it for me. Interesting because it's what I liked, but go on. I so I would have liked if his punch just like ripped up the glove. Yeah. What I don't like is that it blew up the ring and flew several like spectators into the air. Cause it was like that seems to be taking it a bit too far. Like I, I, this is another weird thing. It's not not to the same extent of Kill Blue, but this is how I felt in Do Retry early on with the guy with the stretchy arm. I was like, this feels like it's a bit too far, and you were like, oh no, it's not that far. But I had the feeling then. So this is like oh, this is just Do Retry, whether I like it or not. I guess so. I just I felt with that stretchy arm thing, it was a perspective shift. Like it yeah, was. I, we, we had this yeah. discussion before too. Yeah, and so it's a similar thing of, like, I've felt that Do Retry is 
like sort of grounded a bit in reality. It's like a weird reality. It's like the Fast and Furious universe where it's <laughs> like sure. it's it's really close to reality, but then there's several things that just don't make sense but make sense over there. Similar thing here, but it's like way more grounded in reality than like One Piece. Like if this happened in One Piece, not batting a goddamn <laughs> no, eye. No one would be like, oh man, that's all this guy can do? Yeah, exactly. He's going to crush this fool. Exactly. <laughs> The like Dewey tries seemed much more grounded in reality, so that like like I said, I would have been fine with the punch tearing up the glove or destroying the glove, but leaving him unharmed. Like, all right, that's kind of neat. But the fact that it ripped up the ring and flung everybody into the air, I'm like, really? It but like it left him unharmed is just like bizarre. I, I will agree with you, but I'm past this in Dewey Try, fair, which we've talked about before, and I'll talk more about my thoughts on it where we get <laughs> where I put it. I have my Hero Academia at 12. Okay, All my fought with an Iron Man suit, that's all I remember. Yep. I remember the, like, oh, this is better than Jujutsu Kaisen, and everything else I put above is like, but that was better than my Hero Academia. And that's almost all I remember about it. I must have liked it a bit more. I put it a bit higher. Not super high, but... What do you have at 11? 11 is where I put Jujutsu Kaisen. They're still fighting, and... It's not the best, it's not the worst. Yeah, look, I'll, I'll read this every week for a while, but... I, I'm not going to get excited about it until something happens. Yeah. I got Kill Blue at 11. Okay. I think we've hashed out that pretty much. What do mm -hmm. you have at number 10? 10 is where I put Undead and Unluck. You know, he's decided to work for the Order, or not the Order, whatever the hell they're called. I think they're... No, the Order isn't... Are they also the Order? I don't They've I got don't a round remember. table. I, I don't know. He's decided to work for them as opposed to being a photographer. He's like... I didn't want to be a photographer. I wanted that happiness. I wanted that happy feeling of capturing moments, and I feel like I can still get that working for you, kind of thing. Like, no, 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 no. What I want, what I thought I wanted, was to be a photographer because I wanted to chase this feeling. But I feel that feeling with you guys, so I'm going to stick with you instead, which was neat. So, like, I liked it. But yep, I got a kind of honesty at ten. Like okay. I said, not really working for me. Okay. What do you have at number nine? Nine is where I put Mission Yozakura. You know, it was cute. I liked it. Nine is where I put Undead Unluck. Okay. I, I think I put it slightly higher because I like the joke at the end with Shen, or not Shen, but uh, Mas the, Master Fang trying to escape the Yeah. Picture. You'll never photograph me and him being like, you've got his back and he like gets stuck just barely in frame was funny. Yeah, that was good. Uh, what do you have at eight? Eight is where I put my hero. Yeah, I just remember, you know, him fighting him mostly with the Iron Man suit now, but I don't know. I guess I must have sort of liked it. Yep. Not fair. Uh, I got Sakimoto Days at 8. Okay. It's very transition-y and like we talked about, just mm -hmm. kind of a beat. What do you get at 7? Seven? 7 is where I put Witch Watch. Oh, this was a pretty good Witch Watch. It's a little unfocused in a way that I think works for it. Yeah. I, I mean, I put it higher than you, so I don't know why I'm critiquing it like this. But like we, we start on Otogi, and that feels weird that he's then not more of a focus that would go everywhere. Yeah. But I get why at this point in the story, you maybe want to establish where everyone is. Mm -hmm. And I do think the ending's fun and strong. Yes, I do and really like the panels ending. Real, or that last splash, I should say, is real yep. good. Yes, it was very good. I have Mission Music Care Family at seven. Okay. So what do you have at number six? Six is where I put Sakamoto Days. I do like the, like I said, I like the bit with Hisuke feeling down, not being able to shoot well, and then getting captured by the Order. I mean, honestly, that's why I put it as high as I did above yeah. stuff like that Iron Man suit fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six is where I got Witch Watch. Okay. What do you have at five? Five is where I put Tenmaku Cinema. It's good, but like you said, it feels a little like, here is a problem. Let's just move around that <laughs> and not deal with it. And then, hey, we got our movie made. Like, cool. It also seems weird because it seems like that should be like one of the central problems of the series. 
yeah. going along. Maybe it is also on that about to be canceled energy. I don't know. I, I hope mean, not. It I, doesn't feel it doesn't feel as strong as the others. Yeah. But sometimes stuff just gets canceled, and you're like, "What?" Sometimes yep. it's just like, "And that was the last chapter," and you're like, "It was." <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we're reading Last Ayuki. Did anyone <laughs> tell the author? <laughs> last Ayuki had some flash forward stuff. Though. It did. Uh, that what you're talking about? Uh, what was it? Not um, Hell Hellward and Higuma. Yeah, that, that one was. <laughs> this is the last chapter. Really? This is it gets one more bonus, bonus last chapter. chapter. Hey, next week, um, dude. <laughs> where are we? Number five? five. I have a list of samurai at five. Okay. Uh, what do you have it for? Four is where I put Akane Banashi. Like I said, I, uh, when we were talking about it, I like the lesson Akane learns at the end. So Four is where I have do retry. Okay. I really like the bit we talked about of the glove. I mm-hmm. really like can be like, I learned how to punch your soul. Yeah. Like, that's some dumb shonen bullshit that that's so oh Listen, man it's what was that other series that was gone before it's time not that my heart was hardened so i didn't lo- feel as bad as last sayuki the one by the tells paradise guy where he had to punch fire oh oh yeah i i can't i know what you're talking about now but with the, with the yakuza yes with the yakuza but yeah that, I, that, that's some bullshit from that series i do like the you know like he he learned the ability to break spirits with his punches like all right that that is pretty cool and this feels like it's on super its last legs energy mm-hmm. which i wonder if martial master asami is just too close to it and i also wonder if that's why it went more into the crazy shonen territory because it was already closer to that than asami right yes and so i wonder if it just really leaned in to distinguish itself yeah and it just kind of didn't yeah, well, I mean, Asami is the better series. Like, yeah, I, I, no offense to Deary Try, there maybe is room for both of them, but Shonen Jump is cutthroat. Yep. What do you have at number three? Three is where I put the elusive samurai. You know, it's still good. Uh, three is where I have Marshall Master Asami. Gotcha. Speaking of that, so I thought it was really good. What do you have at number two? Two is where I put Blue Box. Same. Is very solid Blue Box. I really liked it. I'm really looking forward to more Blue Box. You know, now that we're I kind of like this break of not focusing so much on the relationship and instead we're getting back to Taiki's internal struggle of like, even though this wasn't about, this chapter wasn't about Taiki at all. Well, did not involve Taiki's uh, internal monologue at all, I should say. Well, it does at the end though. The, the one bit that is a relationship bit. where Yes, there is that. Jay like hasn't put his hands on the wall. Yes, but just the uh, like, all right, what's my goal now? Like, uh, you know, how am I going to make it to nationals? That was cool. Yeah. So I have Marshall Mash Awesome at one. I just, I really liked the fight stuff. Like you said, that uh, narrowing down the options was really cool. I liked, you know, I I just really enjoyed we get Asami's take on, well, how do you think I should win uh, from both girls against the other opponent? Speaking to, I forget her name now, but Glass's chick before the fight and then the rest of the chick afterwards, which makes me hope that she will continue to be a character they're definitely setting that up right yeah i would expect it i definitely liked it a lot too i think what really cost it for me i mentioned this briefly i did really like the drawing of her superman punch it looked really weak and limp Mm -hmm. and like i said i felt like it was over kind of fast too which i think is intentional but those mm-hmm. are what cost it to me. I have Tenmaki Cinema at one, despite okay. he- heavily criticizing it because I have a lot of critiques of it. It is the thing I enjoyed the most this week gotcha. and the thing I most wanted to read the next chapter of gotcha. when we were done, even though I have a lot of problems with it, as mentioned. That said, that will take us to Haikyuu Volume 28, where we'll say good things about Haikyuu, probably, mm-hmm. I imagine. And we will do that after the break. 
so what did you think volume 28 of Haikyuu, Kevin? Coldest take in history. Haikyuu is still good. Yeah, this is a very, like, we rarely get this, but this is almost a full transition volume, right? And yes. I wonder what I would have thought of these chapters as I was reading them, if I was reading them weekly, you know? Some of them are really good, because the stuff between Hinata and the other small guy, yeah, that all is pretty tense and good. But there's a lot of other stuff I don't care about as much. Yeah, there'd probably be a couple ups and downs in the middle of this, but, like, the ups are good, so it would have made the, like, oh, okay, and then that set that, oh, okay, that set that up, all right. So, like, yeah, there probably would have been, like, a week or two in this, vol- in this volume reading it weekly where I was like, and I mean, you know, we have that happen with series we like all the time. Eh, this is kind of just a beat. Yeah, and this is almost a whole volume of it. Yeah. Which is fine the way we read it. And it's not quite a whole volume of it, right? There are two or three chapters of volleyball at the end. Yep. That are not that. But when there's a long stretch of it, I feel like, especially in the weekly stuff, like that's where My Hero Academia would lose us a lot. Yeah. One Piece is really, really good at it. And that's one of the things that makes One Piece so good. Yeah. But like, that's the exception that proves the rule in a lot of ways. Yep. But like I said, there's some good stuff, like the stuff between Hinata and the other guy, especially the bit where Hinata does that faint on the court, and you see his reaction. Yeah. And even uh, Toby, I was like, oh man, Hinata's faint almost fooled, fooled me, me there. Yeah, I, I, I did really like that. <laughs> I do love the bit where Hinata like manages to get the, uh, as Tobio calls it, the done in his jump. Uh, he was like, he was so excited about getting the jump correct, he forgot to hit, <laughs> hit the, the ball. ball. <laughs> and so he like, he jumps up and the set lands and the other guy is like, hey, uh, <laughs> like everyone is just looking at him like, are you okay, bro? Like, it's not like you missed, which would have made more, like a bit more sense. Because uh, even Tobio, he was like, wow, his hit, like his hit was so, f- like he got so much more air on that hit. That if he had actually swung, I might like it might have been difficult for him to land the hit kind of thing. Yeah, the like, do I need to put my sets higher? Is he gonna do this consistently? Yes, was very good. And like, I've been liking the other short guy with the why do you idiots not look on me with shock and awe? Like everyone else is, oh my god, you're amazing! Like look how good you are. And then the like both Tobio and uh, now Hinata. You know, Toby has the, uh, hmm, you know, why do you just keep looking at me? Uh, research. And Hinata has the bit where he just kind of like smiles afterward, like, hell yeah. And there is that kind of thing where like people do react to Hinata with shock and all, right? Yeah. Like he shuts up the stadium whenever uh, the first time he pulls out the quick every time, right? Yep. Yeah, I like that. And then again, that that reaction of the guy when he does that like ridiculous slide where, what? What? <laughs> just. He's freaking out of like, what the hell was that? Yeah, that's I, really good. Yes, I love the uh, the third years explaining to their senpais about Tobio and Hinata. I'm like, yeah, Tobio's really good. He got selected for the like, he's like, you know, one of the picks to be in all part of like the All Japan team. And they're like, what is he doing at our school? He's like, yeah, it was you know, weird circumstances. <laughs> what about that Hinata kid? He's spunky. <laughs> And uh, I like the one guy. He's like, he's an athletic monster. <laughs> like, every now and again, he will just do something that makes you just, like, stop in your tracks. And just, what the fuck was that? Yeah, that's good. I also really love the parallel with the two of them buying different shirts. And he's yes. got his ace shirt that I remember from later in the series. But the oh, other. I also remember from early in the series, too. It's, I think Bokuto has that. I think you're right. I think Bokuto has that shirt at one of the training camps. And I was like, I want that so bad. 
But then the other short guy gets this grit shirt. Yeah. And I also love that he's like, I wanted to make sure that I would get this before they sold out. And his teammate being like, dude, they're not going to sell out of that shirt. <laughs> what? Why not? <laughs> well, one, you got it in small. <laughs> I guess he is in Japan. But I don't know how Japanese shirt sizes work, so maybe it still would have been fine. I feel like part of the reason about them, you know, obviously calling out that they're small. But uh, I was like, well, I could see fans like being the one like being more the ones to buy the shirts than the actual players themselves. Like, sure, the players are all going to wear, you know, mediums, larges or extra larges. But some of the fans, I was like, I don't, I don't know. Like some of these kids like this stuff. So young child buying a shirt. Hey, here's like I like I like this volleyball quote. Yeah, that's true. And then they go up against the number two seeded team mm -hmm. in the whole tournament. And they have to beat them if they want to go fight the cat school. Yes. Which that was a whole cool thing about like, hey, we're going to make the dumpster battle happen again. And I like that the their coach talking to his grandpa and him being like, don't make this dumpster battle happen for me. He's like, well, first off, the kids are way more interested in it than I am actually. Because uh, Nekomata has been shit has shit on them so many times, they just want a rematch where they win. But then I like at that one bit where he's like, "And you know what? I am gonna make it happen for you. What's wrong with being a little selfish?" Yeah, that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. I really like the wall set up, especially after they kind of cruise through their first game, and we see all the schools we know cruising through their first games as well yep. in a montage through that busy section. So. Yes, this is very good. And then I kind of I like the the cheering section of the, the, their opposing team, like, you know, they've got a marching band and they're very coordinated. Uh, and they, you know, like, Oh yeah, they, and like that sort of makes sense. Whereas like, yeah, we've got the, you know, at first they were trying to do the booze, but that wasn't really working. So instead we do the thing where we start drumming and start ramping up the pace just a little bit. And there's a bit to that of like, well, yeah, if you're not the one setting the pace, you like, if you feel it, ramping up you suddenly kind of get yourself worked up and i've seen that kind of thing before like if somebody else starts moving a bit faster then you start moving a bit faster and like because you're trying to like subconsciously match pace with them yeah i think the cheering stuff's pretty good he also went over the bit i really liked which is when they're preparing the night before and Hinata's like oh man we gotta face the number two team and the number one team yes it was like just only if the number one team makes it to the finals and Hinata's like no but if someone beats them then they're the number one team right <laughs> so yes. either way e either way we're, beat we're fighting the one number one team and part of me want to go like you know the logic isn't as broken as you'd think it'd be with that statement there I mean, a dark horse can always beat a, a better team and then just slump at the end. It but. can, yes. But more than likely, if a team did end up beating the number one seeded team, like, yes, it could have been a lucky break. But I also like the idea of, like, it makes them the number one team, right? Like, it's pretty neat. Yeah. But I really like the bracket setup, and I'm real excited for more of this game. So, yes. Anything else you want to say about Haikyuu, Kevin? Nope. Uh, anyone you want to put on our personality power level list? No one comes to my mind. Nope. All right, then. Next week, we're going to read Chainsaw Man Volume 2, because mm -hmm. Kevin said, hey, Jeremy, you have to pick. I've picked like six weeks in a row, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and then I saw Chainsaws. Mm-hmm. Until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fistfight by Tom W. Emerit. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. 
www.lastpodcast.com is our website where you can check out my other podcasts. It's a Gundam and Last Time on Video Games. Anything you want to plug, Kevin? Nope. Have a great week, everyone. Stop.